into Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. Indeed you have. <coughs> Hello. Yes, a uh, little bad on the throat this week. But yes, welcome to Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. I'm back again, Turbo, uh, in all his blandness and yeah, um, yeah, it's just, uh, well, you know, it's cool being back again, and I'm, I'm a little bit better than last week, obviously, but uh, a little bit cheerier, it's like, <laughs> but no, um, it's been quite a busy week, uh, mainly this past two days, and it hasn't finished yet, and that's bollocks. Um, 
Right. Uh, so I ho hope everyone's doing fine this week, uh, tonight even. Um, oh, excuse me. Uh, definitely never going to have Chippy again because frankly there's something wrong with Chippies nowadays. I don't know why. It must be all the fat. Yuck. Um, right there. So anyway, welcome to the show, guys. If you're listening in, welcome. Uh, we have lots going on. Indeed. Um, we got uh, a lot going on, including we've got stuff happening <laughs> in the show. If you've been listening to the show many times over, you should know what this regular forma formula spiel is. Uh, uh, being that it should be that off. You know, Sonic News Rewind coming up very shortly after a musical break. Then we got uh, TFI, and of course. If you got any musical requests for the evening, then please do check in uh, with any Sonical musical requests for the show, for your enjoyment, and possibly the suffering of others, depending on which your preference is. But, uh, yes, it's going to be good. Mm. Very delicious. Uh, right. Uh, so, hope everyone's uh, doing alright. Uh, we've got in the IRC chat room, the Sonic Stadium IRC chat room today. We've got Joshu, MK, Rolkin, Spondy, uh, Big C, who's just entered, D'Artagnan, Flyfox, uh, Droblesoft, uh, Flyfox is away, by the way. Um, Droblesoft, Kitway, Miles Prower, Project Phoenix, Red Hedgehog. Uh, Ringtailed Fox, Shade, Sonic AD, the stiff, the stiff, oh yeah, it's like the, it's like, some say the stiff has the miraculous ability to create life, and some say he drinks Heineken. Through a yard glass. I'm I'm just going offwards. Uh, tricky uh, Trigon, who's away as well, and myself, uh, Viajer, who just had his last show of uh, EC Airways and is uh, on the process of uploading them onto the uh, Sonic Stadiums. Uh, uh, it's like Sonic Stadium's uh, media FTP server. So, I uh, hope that all goes well because I've uh, posted uh, uh, at least one of my shows. I might actually do a kind of like show back catalog, such as in, uh, you know, uh, you know, flashbacks series or something like that. Anyway. Um, Wide and lastly, but not leastly, um, uh, Ziggy Shadow Dust. Okay. Anyway, 
Uh, right. So yes. Uh, cool. So anyway, let's uh, get this going. And right. Uh, so I, ho I hope everyone's week's been okay. Mine's been average at best. A uh, few niggles here and there. Um, been playing a good good amount of games. Um, I'll probably talk about them later on. And of course, TFI will be not what you expect. Um, of course, uh, being that of a certain arcade title that got released on Xbox Live. That won't be on TFI. Because it's too blatantly obvious why uh, it's not on TFI this week. Because it's just too awesome to talk about it. It's, it's just too awesome. But uh, anyway. Uh, let us continue the night with tonight, uh, tonight's show. With uh, a little sweet, brother, sweet soul brother music. Uh, spell as such. Yeah, anyway, uh, uh, if you guys probably haven't noticed, uh, obviously it's been splattered on every Sega-related um, website on the internet. It was the Dreamcast's 10th anniversary uh, based on its US release date uh, back on Wednesday. So, happy birthday to the, D uh, to the Dreamcast. Uh, which came out in uh, 09, 09, 99. And uh, obviously uh, had a good start, but then failed in the end. Kind of sucks. But um, never mind, nevertheless. Um, uh, of course, one of their top titles on uh, the Dreamcast was, of course, Jet Set Radio, or as it was known in the uh, States, Jet Grind Radio. So, yeah. Um, I don't know why they changed it to Jet Grind Radio, and they kept the storyline of the radio station still called it Jet Set Radio. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> anyway... Moving on, let's continue, and we've got uh, the le the techno legend that is uh, Hideki Naganuma, who also did the soundtrack for Sonic Rush. Um, here's him with uh, Sweet Soul Brother, coming straight from Jet Set Radio Airwaves right now. So let's tune in, shall we? If I can ever get the tuner in correctly, it's like, uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Anyway, enjoy. Let's tune in here. Yeah. 
It's time for Sonic News Rewind on Turbo Drive Live, and uh, yeah, uh, that was uh, Sweet Soul Brother from uh, Jet Set Radio, and uh, would like to add to uh, people, if you are interested in uh, sending me any music requests, well, good news, I've actually got a new email address for you people, and it's probably one that you probably could probably remember much better than my uh, than my other one. Being that, it's actually part of the Sonic Stadium. Yeah. Uh, I now actually have a new email address, which is turbo at sonicstadium.org. So if you want to send any requests there, go ahead, knock yourself out. Um, but if you're happy sending uh, your requests to either myself at tfmx.co.uk 
or uh, send me a private message in the IRC chat room knock yourself out but there you go that that's an alternative web address if you want to try that out and send them straight to the Sonic Stadium and to me uh, right and we have a request anyway so that's perfect uh, right um, Christ, 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 Christ Almighty. <laughs> anyway, so in the way of Sonic news, uh, what's going on in the Sonic universe? Well, actually, a lot actually has been happening in the past week, um, and I will get right to it when the page loads up. And this is what we're going to say. Uh, here we go. Uh, right, this past week um, we had a couple, a couple of things obviously being shown after you know um, the you know, whole summer Sonic and whatnot, uh, including the Sonic Paradox Knuckles briefs uh, episode that was really that was one of two intended uh, kind of like. Um, uh, Sonic Shorts that was uh, supposed to be at during you know shown at SOS 09, uh, but because it was sent to us a, a little bit late, it couldn't be played, um, and plus it didn't get a proper review for playing it. We because you see you know the problem is if there's anything if it's got mature content in it, it can't be shown. And thus, um, the Knuckles briefs, we never got a chance to fully look at it, and by past brief, uh, past pa Sonic Paradox projects that we've seen before, they can contain quite, you know, mature content or mature references. And um, <laughs> one of the skits in Knuckles' brief, uh, Knuckles's briefs, briefs was a skit involving Sonic and Amy, Amy turning to Sonic saying, Sonic, I can't open this can of hash. Yes, hash, people. So, really, we if we did actually try to play that at SOS, we probably would have gotten a little scolded for that. So, uh, yeah, we're, we weren't going to show that. We weren't going to show that one. Um, you know, but uh, I think the, the overall reason why this the knuckles briefs which you can see at the sonic show uh website of uh, tss um that's the reason it's like one of the reasons was that it was sent to us too late we couldn't actually put it up up on the screen because it wasn't um it wasn't in a format that we can actually play it on well from what we can say what we can think. Basically, we just didn't have enough time to review it, you know, because we like with uh, the Sonic shorts uh, that was previewed at SOS as well. Um, some of that had to be cut as well. But uh, like some of the some of the cursing had to be censored a little bit. But uh, you know, other than that, everything was fine. It's just some some of the. You know, we had to censor a couple of things. We had to censor a couple of swear words, or mildly swear words. Mild s swear words in it. Um, yeah. And even the, the, the you know, the redoing 
of uh, the Red Hedgehog special, like when they're going back to past ones that they already did. The and of course the scene with Chris Thorndike in it is like a little OTT and a little too much, um, as such. So or TMI. So anyway, I'm over exaggerating this story anyway. So anyway, if you want to have a look at it, Knuckles's Knuckles's briefs is on. Uh, the Sonic show just now, which was uh, provided by Sonic Paradox, and this is, and obviously this is the reason why the cha- uh, the show was a little miffed at uh, at why his his work wasn't credited that much because he did the entire opening and the entire ending to the Knuckles Briefs skit. So I can fair, I could say, I can fairly say, yeah. It sucks that he never got a chance to be in the limelight as such, but it's he was still in the limelight because his sketch of Knuckles carrying the, the Master Emerald in all those levels on Angel Island um, got the most amount of laughs out of, and the most amount of runtime as well, uh, bar the ending. Uh, so, really, I don't know why he's complaining. Uh, personally, myself, I don't know why he's bitching and I don't know why he's complaining about. So, anyway. Uh, whatever's in his head is just fucked up. Uh, right. Uh, also, uh, this past Wednesday, obviously, it was the 10th anniversary of uh, the Dreamcast. And uh, there was many things happening on that day. Uh, first, Sonic and Knuckles for the Xbox Live Arcade came out on that day, and I was able to complete it in in less than three hours. <laughs> Cause I'm that sad. Yeah, um, I complete I completed it 200 gamer score, and there you go. It was that piss easy, and and I was actually I'm actually disheartened that there's no X, there's no updates with the with uh, the Sonic games because well especially with Sonic and Knuckles because you can easily put another I don't know another 50 achievement points uh, for f- uh, for the bonus content that's available on the game like for example um, with Sonic and Knuckles if you have Sonic 1, 2 or 3 on your hard drive that you bought from Xbox Live Arcade, you got to unlock the, uh, you know, combination, uh, you know, uh, you know, like uh, the cartridge lock system games that uh, you could have done with the actual media. Like, for example, connecting Sonic 3 with Sonic and Knuckles makes it Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Uh, connecting Sonic 2 to Sonic and Knuckles makes it Knuckles in Sonic and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And if you connect in one, you get an infinite number of uh, special stages. Um, but with uh, Sonic and Knuckles on the Xbox Live Arcade, they only have 200 micro- uh, they only have 200 gamer score on the game and that's just going through Sonic and Knuckles only, not Sonic 3 and Knuckles, not Knuckles and Sonic 2. Nothing no additional achievements for those bo- for that bonus content. And I'm kind of a bit, you know, disappointed in that, being that it was a great opportunity to increase sales for people to buy 
uh, not only Sonic and Knuckles, but if they haven't gotten the past three DLC, uh, the past three arcade titles, they would buy them to just get the extra uh, achievements and content. Um, but of course, that's me. I have a better, I have a better mindset and uh, probably a better marketing battle plan than uh, some of the guys in Sega of America. And I'm only saying Sega of America because Kev didn't get uh, Kevin Kevin Ava didn't get say in any of the achievements for uh, any of the Sonic games that got released on Xbox Live Arcade, being that of One, Two, Three, and Knuckles. So uh, yeah, uh, right. Um, also, speaking of Kevin Ava or Sonic Rex or a UK. Um, yeah, he was having a competition on the Wednesday as well. Being that uh, to celebrate the 10th anniversary of the Dreamcast in the States, um, you had a chance of winning uh, one of 10 prizes that was on offer. And some of them were uh, bundles of go- uh, bundles of prizes, and some of them were just one solitary prize, uh, including you know uh, game titles such as uh, Storm Rise for the PS3. And uh, Sega Mega Drive Ultimate Collection uh, for either the PS3 or Xbox 360. Uh, there was also lots of other merch, uh, including like Sega T-shirts and Sonic Riders Zero Gravity T-shirts as well. Uh, also, um, ver- uh, various posters for games, including Sonic Riders Zero Gravity. And of course, the main prize that everyone wanted had a chance at was the signed Sonic and the Secret Rings poster signed by uh, the people who were currently with Sonic Team during that project. So, uh, yeah. And a certain listener who's listening in just now was lucky enough to actually grab one of the pri- uh, prize bundles that was around, uh, being that he won the Zero Gravity uh, prize bundle, being that of the Zero Gravity t-shirt, uh, a poster of the game and something else. There was a third item in there. I can't remember. But uh, no, that set said person was very lucky indeed. And uh, certain hardcore Sonic fans, i.e. myself and i.e. Uh, Mr. T-Bird, our luck was not on our side. So we kind of in the fact that other people were getting merch, but we weren't. Although it's even doubly bad for myself, being that T-Bird already had his redemption in the fact that he got assigned Yuji Naka Let's Tap thing at Summer of Sonic, which kind of makes me sad. Yeah. Anyway, enough about that. But uh, yeah, that was this past Wednesday, so... If you didn't have a chance to have your go at trying to win any of that s- stuff, then you suck. Um, right, uh, now, the biggest news that came on Wednesday, or, or well, just, just before Wednesday, just after Wednesday, I think, as well, maybe. I'm not 100%, 100% sure, but... Uh, uh, what was it? There was a new teaser trailer released 
uh, by GameSpot. And I think it was GameSpot who leaked this first. Um, of a of a new Sonic project that they're working on called Project Needle Mouse. Now, that's not the official title, but it is a code name for what Sonic was originally going to be called during the uh, during the production of Sonic the Hedgehog 1 on the Mega Drive back in 1990 and 1991. Um, with that said, the trailer consisted text of saying that it's a 2D adventure platformer in high definition and it's a brand new game from and it's totally built from the ground up. Um, from what I've seen or f from what I've been told about this game, so far it's leaning to the point that it's going to be a Sonic the Hedgehog remake. As in, it's going to fully remake the first game from the first console that it was a that Sonic was on, which being the Mega Drive version. Uh, and so far, many points are being put towards there, being that of the silhouette symbol that uh, is at the end of the trailer. But another thing kind of disheartens me a little bit is the art design, possibly, of, the, uh, of Sonic's character. Because... When I'm trying to look at the silhouette, I try to find the outline of Sonic, and it's very hard to tell how Sonic Sonic's art design in this game is going to be like. And uh, it's also another thing to think that, what are they going to use in terms of graphics? Are they going to be doing it in a two actual proper 2D way? Or are they going to use 3D sprites in a 2D plane? Like what many games have been doing now. And I think it would probably be the latter, mainly. Um, because everyone everyone seems to be doing that. Especially on Xbox Live Arcade. Being that two of the past... Uh, uh, okay. Three of the past uh, titles have been uh, games where it's a 2D game but with 3D sprites and 3D uh, and certain 3D surroundings uh, being that of Explosion Man Trials HD and uh, uh, Shadow Complex so uh, I don't know if you can count Trials HD mainly based on the fact that it's more of a tricks it's like you know it's a time run kind of thing but Personally, myself, I actually think of, think of it as a 2D game, being that you're going across. The, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's it's kind it's kind of 2D. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. But I think I maybe I'm wrong. But you know, it's that's why I feel. But it kind of like blurs the line between 2 2D and 3D sometimes. But anyway, I'm over I'm going over board with it. But yeah. That's a new Sonic game being revealed for a release of 2010. Mainly, I think, by this time next year, basically. Uh, round about September, November time, round about that time span again, uh, this new Sonic game will probably be released. Uh, is it going to get a retail release? Who knows? Is it going to just get a download, download version only this, uh, this year? Who knows? 
Um, Alright. Uh, excuse me. Yawning a little bit. Uh, there's also a ar- uh, couple of articles on Sonic Stadium uh, talking about uh, not only the best mobile Sonic titles that was out there, uh, which was done by Slingerlands, who apparently tends to go about whenever he feels like, and um, uh, our very own Lord and Master Dreadnux. Uh, Given his thoughts of Sonic Adventure and how it means to us, being that uh, it was, you know, pretty much the decent Sonic game, uh, 3D Sonic game that came around. Um, and lastly, we have that of uh, Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympic Games um, for DS. As, uh, there's been a trailer that's been released featuring some gameplay from that version of the game. So we got a chance to see some uh, snowboarding. I think it was snowboarding, uh, but mainly uh, skiing, mainly being shown off uh, in the trailer. So that's pretty cool. So yes. Uh, that's pretty cool that that is all sorted out and whatnot. So yeah, that's on the news that's been out for the Sonic f- fandom and such. <laughs> oh, pardon me. But yeah. Uh, right. So. Puh. People are being idly quiet in the IRC. Very idly quiet. Too quiet. So quiet that they should possibly be keeling over themselves so they will die in a horrible I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, right. Alrighty, righty, righty. Well, I think we shall go into another musical break. Black? Black? Black Draco? I don't know about Black. I mean break. Break? Like break my teeth? Or break my bones? I don't know. Um, yeah. I was, I was going through my uh, category of uh, songs again, and... I thought, what the hell, I might as well go for something that I personally like myself, being that of uh, going back to the New Adventures of Captain S soundtrack that I so enjoy owning myself. And I so wish I can ever have the chance to meet uh, uh, Chad Williams and Brett Vanderbroek and uh, the, the team of PPC Productions and get them to sign all my stuff, my DVD and my soundtrack CD uh, and uh, you know be able to have them here um, of course you know I should uh, ask them to save up some money to come to a summer or Sonic especially Chad Williams being that he's the hardcore Sonic fan that uh, inspired the whole Captain S series as such uh, or in fact created the whole Captain S series but um, yes uh, you know I would like to 
you know, meet up, uh, meet with him face to face, and actually give him a good, good talk and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I was going through that uh, Captain S soundtrack, and uh, here's one of my another personal favorite from uh, that soundtrack, being that of the title being called Conflict Approaches, and uh, with this song, it's relating to the, I believe it is the 8th, 7th, or it's either the 7th or the 8th episode in the series, where uh, the character, Captain S, uh, uh, played by Brett Vanderbrook, uh, is, ha- has been defeated, you know, he's in the slums, he's, you know, he doesn't believe in himself anymore, he's... He's he he's lost all hope and whatnot, and then if, uh, then suddenly he picks up the courage, and we go into the whole montage situation where obviously he he tries to regain himself and tries to be better, get stronger, faster, harder, tougher, and whatnot. And this is the music. Uh, this is the the song that was uh, in that episode to, and during during that segment. Uh, so yeah. Uh, here's Conflict Approaches, uh, done by, uh, forgotten who it was, um, oh, Christ, I can never remember, I can never, ever, 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 ever remember the guy who ever did all this, um, is that Glenn Clace, uh, Glenn Case, um, because he did all the sound, he did all the uh, uh, all the songs in uh, in the soundtrack. So everything's Glen Case, Glen Case. So here's uh, conflict approaches, and then after that we've got Tur- Turbo's first impressions. TFI Friday coming up very shortly. So stick around, you monkeys. That's it. I'm doing this one for the kids.
Turbo's first impressions. And welcome back. It's time for Turbo's first impressions on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. And this week's Turbo's first impressions is a demo. Now uh, I never got a chance to actually talk about this demo last week. Uh, I think I pl- I think I was playing it last week, but I didn't get a chance to talk about it. And this week uh, I'm gonna be talking about it. It's a demo of a game that's gonna be coming out very shortly. It's 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 a mashup of previous games beforehand. I that's all I can pretty much say about it. The game in question that has been on Xbox, uh, on Xbox free, uh, on Xbox Live's marketplace up for download is the game simply known as Wet. Now, Wet is basically a game that has taken aspects from movies and games alike. Uh, being that of uh, from the movie side, you've got the Quentin Tarantino. Uh, Kill Bill um, kind of vibe as such in the way of storyline and plot Uh, and then you've got the kind of like gameplay mechanics of Devil May Cry meets No More Heroes although it's not as flashy Um, now I say this mainly because that the the antagonist that you play as, um, who I've already forgotten her name, is a female, obviously. And she carries around with her guns and a sword. What more can I say? I mean, a gun, guns and swords. That's that's just fantastic. I mean, that that that's just Dan- that's just a female Dante right there. I mean, it's like if you got guns and you've got a sword, that's you. That's you classed as a clone, as of uh, of another character. Uh, and even and this is worse. She's a female version of a clone, which is not as not as good. Um, uh, but in the way of how the gameplay works. It's not as over-the-top aerodynamics where you're actually hanging in the air for about 30 seconds and you're pulling off all these crazy combos. Oh, no, no, no. It's also got the mixed times of... Here we go, people. The classic gameplay mechanic that was made popular back in the early early 2000s. And that is bullet time. Yes, Bullet times back, baby, and this time around it's much more annoying. I mean, seriously, it's much more annoying because you don't have a button that actually activates it. You just simply jump in the air, start shooting at someone, and then it goes into bullet time. I mean, why? That that's just stupid. That's bad, 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 very bad. So yeah, um, I'm to- I'm also talking about saying that it's well, basically in the terms of gameplay, it's like okay, I kind of lied. It's not like Devil May Cry, but it's taken aspects from it, like the char- uh, like or well, the character is straight from Kill Bill, no questions asked. I mean, I've seen Kill Bill, and 
you know, I've seen the the action seats and I've seen what's in it, and that's pretty much the character there, right there in in wet. It's although it's just differently designed in terms of like clothing. That's it. As long as she's carrying a fucking katana sword and two pistols, then she's bloody well the bride from, you know, Kill Bill. I mean, come on. Um, and when I say about gameplay, I said about Devil May Cry and No More Heroes. Okay, take out Devil May Cry and put it in with Max Payne. And no more heroes, and that and that will pretty much be your game right there. Is that uh, you know, it's like Max Payne and no more heroes. That's it. It pretty much combines those two aspects, and it's like the and it's it's kind of confusing trying to get this on, you know, trying to say this without showing you anything, but. Some of the stuff in it is just—it's—it's it's all been done before, and it's just done in a way where it's just odd to see it. Um, being that some of the things I can—I I can agree that it does have some, and I mean some originality. Being that you can slide on your knees and shoot. Or you can slide on your new knees and get ready to do a uppercut s- sword slash right up the person, any enemy's groin area, and slice them in half. That's cool, um, but it's not enough. It's not enough to try to keep a person's interest, and really wet doesn't interest me that much. I mean, I was intrigued to play it, but I wasn't intrigued to actually buy it. But when I played the demo, that's it. There you go. Done. You know. Um I just lost all hope because basically it's it's a game. It's a game that I've seen in various other games. It's like it's just Nicking from previous other games like Nick, 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 Nick a little bit of this, Nick a little bit of that, Nick a little bit of this, that, and everything. Uh, also, what one person said uh, said to me who was talking about the game, saying that it kind of like steals that grindhouse feel from No More he- uh, from um, uh, House of the Dead Overkill. No, I think it's not more of House of the Dead Overkill. It doesn't have the same gritty grindhouse kind of like feeling to it. I don't think so. It it's close to it, but it's not. It's probably more with Kill Bill and possibly No More Heroes is, is uh, present uh, kind of like d- design as well. It's not cell shaded, but it's got that design where you think it. You can pretty much like try to put the two together, like put the two back to back as such you watch each other and you think to yourself yeah I think this this is like almost the same game only she's got guns and he doesn't so he's more badass um with wet it's just I don't know it's like I keep shooting people 
it's like it's like people like the AI are like sponges in the game. I mean, literally, they soak up so much bullets. I mean, I it's like I go into bullet time and I'm shooting at a person for like for like 20 seconds and I'm thinking things like, what the hell are they not down yet? Honestly, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense and. I don't know. But, um, yeah, there are other aspects in the game where you kind of get into these kind of like arenas and then you have to stop the flow of enemies coming from uh, the respawn points where enemies are coming from. So you have to take, a, you have to close off the respawn points for the enemies and then kill off all the remaining enemies and then move on to the next section um, which is very Batman-esque of course uh, being that Batman Arkham Asylum just recently got released and um, you know it's also got it's also got some some sort of uh, platforming in the way from like you know uh, Lara Croft as well so yeah it's just taken a lot from other franchises and trying to put it into one game. That's, personally to me, that's not how you make a great game. By stealing other ideas from other games and putting them into your game. Um, like, and also another thing that they kind of knocked off as such is in, in the demo, as soon as you clear the area where you have to... Uh, you know, shut off all the spawn points and then kill all the remaining enemies and go into the next level. In the next level, in a cutscene, she shoots a guy in the face. His blood is splattered all over her face, very, very cleanly all over her face. Like it's it's almost like you know they just put the, they just pr pretty much changed the color of her face to red, like ultra blood red, and you know, it's not like a speck of red. No, it's just a. Ha it's like a pie face red. You know, it's like if someone. It's like someone took a, pie, a red, bloody pie and just slapped it in her face and it's everywhere, all over her face. And then suddenly it goes into this. What I'm. What I'm kind of like dubbing as overkill mode or. You know, revenge mode or something or something mode. Well, basically, it's just basically her, her, you know, her multiplier uh, mode as such, where, you know, she gets a multiplier every time she kills a person in this mode, where everything is red. I mean, the floor is red, all the items are red, all the char like, you can see the outline of certain character, uh, you know, enemy AI coming at towards you that's, uh, uh, not, you know, not, uh, blurred into the background. And the one thing I think that happens in this mode is that if you cut up a person and you expect, you know, blood, red, you know, red blood coming out of their bodies, it's, uh, obviously, because everything else is red, the blood has to be white. Yeah, the blood has to be white. I mean, come on, people. Um, 
so yeah, I I just personally just didn't like it. Mainly because it kind of again rips off from uh House uh, not House of the Dead. Uh No More Heroes again, being that of you know, when Travis has his you know, gets three in a slot three of the same thing in a slot machine uh, he goes into this overkill ultra death mode where everything ev- everyone just gets slaughtered in one in one hit um it's pretty much that you know pretty much like that and you know i just don't i just don't see it why it has to be in there so yeah wet the demo on Xbox 360. Pretty much, you know what I'm gonna say. It's a demo. You can you can go ahead and try it yourself. But personally, myself, if the game comes out and you think to yourself that you're wanting to get this game, personally, I say stay away from it, cause it's got so much cliche. It's stolen so many ide- It's stolen so many schematics from previous games beforehand. Especially more recent games, being that of No More Heroes, which is only only about a year and a half old, maybe two years tops, and people are starting to rip off it, rip from it already, and of course, you know, also ripping off from popular movie uh, movies as well, being that of Kill Bill, you know, um, which is just stupid. I mean, where's the originality in IPs now, and that's supposed to be an original IP, but yeah, it's not. It's not an original IP. It's something that is just. It's an IP that has just taken ideas from previous projects and implement and you know, IPs as well. So really, there is no originality in this title, and thus its sales will be squandalous. Squandalous? I don't know. Um, it's like it, it just totally doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And personally, I just think that the game is pointless. I also, I also like the fact that quick time events are in this game as well. So, yeah, that just that was just the icing on the shit cake as such. Uh, with that being that. I don't like quick time events ever. Uh not ever since Sonic Unleashed last year where quick time took quick time events uh you know has been the dawn, the bane of um bloody gaming now. Ever since Ever since Shenmue as such, who kind of perfected the uh, quick time events, you know, uh, gameplay schematic, you know, every game has to have it, you know, and some some games do it correctly, and some games just totally don't by the by any chance whatsoever, and I just. 
you know, I just personally hate hate it when they just implement a, a you know implement something into a game and just don't try to make it any original. They just steal it from other games and then they suck at implementing it into their game, and that's what pisses me off, real really. And that's why wet pisses me off is that it has no originality, absolute A grade, no originality at all. It is just one big, you know, thief. It is one big thief in the gaming industry. And it has no originally con- original concepts whatsoever. At least, at least Mirror's Edge. That was an original IP. I mean, it was a first-person shooter, but it was also a first-person platformer. Which is something we have not seen for that often. You know, a first-person pla- platformer using, f- uh, you know, parkour free-running uh, of all that. And, you know, that wasn't an original IP. Apparently it sucked. Apparently people didn't, you know, uh, people didn't like it that often. But, damn, I mean, I still liked it. I still liked Mirror's Edge. Although I didn't like the the pure time uh, time trials um uh, the pure time trials uh uh sections of you know well well the DLC for Mirror's Edge but uh that was forgivable because you know it was fine but um with the fact of um uh but, 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 with the fact that wet which is the game I'm reviewing Shadow Fox just in case you want to know wet the demo wet on Xbox Live arcade uh, Xbox Live marketplace um you know, wet. It just, it just doesn't show any original originality whatsoever. It just steals from everyone else. And it's like, and it's supposed to be an original IP, and I do not see the originality in that game. Period. And if anyone doesn't see that, they should get their eyes tested because I can s- tell you now that it is pretty much ripping off three games. And a movie to boot, you know. So, really, personally, if you want to give it a try, knock your fucking socks off. But, really, don't give it the benefit of the doubt and don't give it a chance. Because this is a a middle finger to the game industry. This is a middle finger to originality. This game pretty much tells you... Fuck you, we are doing it the way we would like it to be and steal it, steal ideas from other people and try to market it as a new product. So, yeah, that's that's the that's the message I'm getting from this game uh with its bl- with its bland gameplay as has been seen over and over again. And stolen gameplay from more recent games, like for example, No More Heroes, and its sto- stolen story plot being that of fucking Kill Bill, you know. So, really, no, don't try this at all. Even though it's a free demo, you can try the free demo. Go ahead, fucking knock. Go ahead. I don't care, but don't get the game because it's going to be crap. 
We have a shadow of a doubt. It will be crap. I guarantee it. So yes. Anyway. That's that. Terrible first impressions. And. Right. So. If we can check. If we have any. Messages. From uh, many the websites. Well, nothing from my new email address, which is turbo at sonicstadium.org. Uh, if you ever fancy yourself of trying it. And no more new mes messages from TFMX. Okay, fair enough. Right, so only one new only one requested song uh for that so so yeah <laughs> so basically if you want a requested song you know throw them in right now cuz i might end the show early you know like I usually do, because I don't think anyone gives a crap of how this show has ended. Uh, you know, the show can go. Uh, you know, the show could probably be cancelled, and no one would give two shits. Um, so, but anyway, here's uh, Green Hill Zone for uh, the sole person who ever requests music uh, nowadays. So. Yes. So here is Green Hill Zone from the original and the best. Okay, maybe not the best, but the original anyway. Sonic the Hedgehog. Enjoy. <laughs>
after a couple of more extra requests done by other people, thank fuck. Uh, <coughs> with uh, Escape from the City, uh, done by uh, Ted, uh, Ted Poli and Tony Harnell, uh, Harnell uh, from Sonic Adventure 2, being out of the, you know, uh, the song at the in the first level of the hero story, City Escape, you know. And the Sonic 3 Mega D mix from Sonic Gems Collection. Yes, uh, very interesting. Very interesting that people wanted that music. It was nice. But short. Request longer music next time. Uh, right. So, seeing that there's no music being played, I want to talk to you people. You people who are listening today, tonight, whatever, just now, live. Because it's better to listen to this live rather than listening to a recording. Um, what are your thoughts of the most recent Sonic game that has just come out? Are you... You know, are you liking? Uh, do you like the realization that it's actually a 2D game uh, in high definition graphics for the PS3 and the Xbox 360, or are you a little concerned, being that have they chosen a style of 2 2D platforming that may not be suitable for Sonic? Hmm. Um. I know personally myself, I've got mixed mixed emotions about. Uh, the so-called Project Needle, Needle Mouse so far, um, being that uh, it could go either way. Um, many, many, many of the Sonic fan are still saying that it uh, it is going to be a complete re- rebirth as such of Sonic the Hedgehog, like Sonic the Hedgehog from the Mega Drive days. And personally, myself, if it is that, then I really, really can't fathom any of that. Uh, I really can't fathom being uh, being able to think that's Sonic Team, uh, Sonic, uh, Sonic Team, and Sega. Just go straight back to the uh, straight back to what happened in the beginning, you know, because that's what Capcom has done, and Capcom have been doing that for pretty much all of their games. I mean, with Resident Evil, Mega Man, Bionic Commando. I mean, honestly, Capcom. I, it's like it's cool and all, but. Don't you think it's a little overkill by ref- refreshing your entire series? Like, refreshing each franchise that you've created? Um. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's like is it's like that's 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 why you know uh that's why uh freaking 
you know, that's what that's what frick, uh, that's what Sega's not been trying to do is to go tr- and try to you know just re like redo the first game because they know fine that it could just get negatively negatively backlashed um uh, because of it i mean resident evil the very first resident evil um you know it got cult status you know um when it was on the playstation but when it was remade people there were a lot of people who were like oh cool sweet and people such as myself who have never ever played the original ever in his their entire lives um are suddenly getting the chance to be able to play this you know the original the you know no problem but uh, with you know with that said i mean there's going to be a lot of people who've played Sonic the Hedgehog and i mean a lot because Sonic the Hedgehog fair enough it's been about 18 years and Resident Evil is a little younger than Sonic the Hedgehog but it's still quite a large gap you know of like about oof, 5 years a 5 year gap between Resident Evil uh, it's like about five. It's either a four or five year gap between the Resident Evil franchise and the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, it is five years because it was released in 1996, uh, same year as the PlayStation was most dominant. And really, I really can't get it in my mi- uh, mindset that. Most of the Sonic, most of the Sonic fans are gonna like, like this game if it's just Sonic One in, you know, better graphics, better, you know, and higher definition graphics and whatnot. I just don't see that. I mean, personally, I mean, personally, I'll buy it, no problem. I'll buy it, I'll play it. But if I, but if it's going to be just like Sonic One, just with better graphics and high definition graphics and whatnot, then it's not going to have that much uniqueness to it. Uh, I mean, and some of the Sonic fans will go, oh, alright, well, eh, I'll leave it then, because it's it's Sonic 1, ain't it? You know, I'll just play Sonic 1 then. Eh, no problem, no biggie. You know. So, that's what I fear if this game is pretty much going to be a complete rehash of uh Sonic, of the very first Sonic the Hedgehog because if it is then Sega's got the wrong idea with people demanding games like the Mega Drive games because they said fans and particularly people who were fans but we're just constantly saying, you know, stop making 3D games of Sonic games, make them back the way they were back on the Mega Drive. They were just saying, use the style. Don't you don't completely just make 
a brand, uh, you know, just not rebirth a game that was already created, like Sonic 1. And, you know, if it is that, then a lot of people are not going to take this uh, take this lightly. In fact, they're going to probably back... Obviously, there's always a lot of people who are going to boycott Sega every time. I know that because I have seen it every day every time i go into forums especially on the especially on the the uh, screw attack forums uh it's like uh it's like uh, i just don't i just don't like it being a you know being that i i just don't see that i just don't see it and uh, I'm I'm reading a couple of your pro comments here on the I IRC chat room. Being that of uh, Project Phoenix say saying here, uh, some people have been uh, uh, clamoring for a Sonic game that is based off the Hedgehog engine from Unleashed. That is a bad idea from the start. I I can tell you now because the Hedgehog engine in Sonic Unleashed was broken, and I mean it was broken because. If you have if you have an engine where you can go faster, too fast, in fact, then it's a broken game. Basically, so the Sonic Sonic games back in the day, they weren't fast. They weren't that fast. They're probably just, you know, adequate. They were fast, but they weren't like blistering speed where um or it was fast but at least you had traction you know at least you had footing and yet at least you had a pattern that you could constantly learn as you progress but um personally i would not like you know to see you know the sonic engine being uh, you know the hedgehog engine being utilized in this um Oh okay then fair enough. Uh Phil's saying it's uh it's rather it's a rendering engine rather than a speed engine. Um so yeah. Uh that's another thing. They should stop using Havoc. <laughs> because it's getting ridiculous. I mean, I don't know why they should keep using ha Havoc. I mean, Sega licensed what was it? The uh the Unreal Engine. They should bloody work on that f eh, for once in their life in, in one of their games. Uh, because I don't think the Unreal Engine's been used in a Sega game yet. Not to my knowledge. Um, uh, we're talking, uh, what is it? Are we talking about a community that they'll like the game in production and destroy upon release? Uh, again, Phoenix is right. Um, it's like uh, people are hyping it up and then they're going to pretty much obliterate uh, the game when it gets, you know, when it actually does come out. Uh, it, it It's kind of like the... Co it is kind of like the common thing, but because it's in a format where the classic fans will like it, but the newer, newer fans will go, meh, then, yeah, it'd probably be the same situation. Uh, while it's... As of re as of late, it's been 
newer the newer fan, fans liking the recent games and the older fans going meh you know so it's it's going to be a flip reversal as such in terms of like uh, people's perspective i mean personally myself i'm kind of like half and half where i i kind of like it and i kind of think it's bad at the same time um and it's it's the project name that kind of like froze me as well being that it's the the uh beta name that they used for the hedgehog character basically just using the slang term needle mouse uh which is the slang term for a hedgehog um you know as their project name a name that was made in the development of the first game so really it throws very bad you know it just throws very bad originality out there you know uh or something i don't know it's just, it just does it just doesn't sound or feel right right now uh where personally my my personal perspective I think it was announced too early. Yeah, I think it was just announced too early. Um, to the fact, um, being that I think it should have been announced possibly near November, because that way it would have made a little more sense. I think if it was like 2010, and it's like, and it's you know it was announced in. November of 2009, so, oh yeah, 2010 is just around the corner, so that's cool then, um, you know, it would have made a little more sense, but because it's September, we're in the middle of September, uh, or just like the first two weeks of September, it makes it a little confusing, to me anyway, so, yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Oh yeah, and the the uh Yes. Um hmm. But Anyway, um, I'm just trying to think of uh, other things to say. It's, but yeah, it's like uh, Shadow Fox also uh, obviously confirms the fact that Need a Mouse. I think this is something to please those fans that want a two uh, a two D yeah, game, and also possibly a proper restart, taking it all back and work forward again. I mean, a restart. I don't like restarts at a franchise. Um, because if they restart a franchise, I don't. I don't think you can ever restart a franchise. Um, you know, it's. I, I personally just don't think you can restart a franchise because if a franchise has been that bad 
but you know it has no good you know have has no good intentions then a re- a restart isn't going to help it um I mean, Sonic's a different uh, different way of being that. It has a very strong lineage in, uh, you know, a very strong lin- lineage with, uh, you know, its past games. But really, calling it a restart just doesn't make any sense. And Earthheart, don't bring Final Fantasy into this because that just really pisses me off. Being that... You know, it's a different game every day. You know, it's a different game every game, except for the odd spin-off, um, which just bloody annoys me. And yeah, and of course, the most recent spin-off that just got released, being of Dysteria. Uh, by God, Square Enix, you can just fucking go to hell because that is just f- fucking retar- retarded uh, to bring every hero from the past 12 games into one blasted game is just an absolute fucking shambles fucking shambles just a fucking shambles so yeah so really I don't I don't actually cl- class this announcement as a restart um because there was nothing to restart. It's like, yeah, Sonic had his good games and Sonic had his bad games. There's nothing to restart. It's like if you restart, you restart the, you know, it's like if you restart a franchise, that means you're gonna say that all the game ever get all the games, every single games in that every single game in that franchise, good and bad, are completely null and void, and that just to- totally ruins it. So. Basically, I don't like the term restart because it doesn't make any sense. They can't restart a series. They can't restart Mario because it's been the same fucking thing over and over and over again. And what's happening? It's getting stale. You know. I mean, it got stale by the time it got to Super Mario Sunshine. I mean, they they used the same they used the same formula for. Before, uh, what was it? I'm trying to remember this. It's like Super Mario One. Now we're counting the Japanese one. We're not counting number two, the U.S. version of number two. So that's Mario One, Two, and Three. Super Mario World. Uh, I don't know about Yoshi's Island. Don't know. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's like one, two, and three in Super Mario World, you know. Those have the the same kind of like aspect, the the same storyline, same type of gameplay, same kind of like schematic, you know. Uh, and then you got Super Mario sixty four again, you know, it, and that start and that starts off obviously the three D adventure. So you got sixty four and then Sunshine. And Galaxy, and now Galaxy 2. So you can see there that that's got to be the second set of traditional uh, platforming, right there. You say the first set, you've got one, two, three, and Super uh, Super Mario uh, and World. You know, um, and now the fourth, uh, the second set 
of that kind of like formula will be 64 Sunshine Galaxy and Galaxy 2. Right there. Same four games. You know? It's just with different tweaks. Just different... We... Different tweaks. Like... You know, Sonic... Uh, like Super Mario Bros. Super Mario Bros. Right there. Original. There. Then Super Mario Bros. 2. Couple of tweaks. Like power-ups that can kill you. Uh, and... You know, increased difficulty. Super Mario 3. More power-ups. Better power-ups for that matter. Uh, a better... A better uh, level layout. You know, a map screen and whatnot. And... Worlds was just basically three, only again with a few tweaks, with the inter- introduction of Yoshi, more uh, uh, different power-ups, and you know different secrets and whatnot. Um, now you look at you know Super Mario Super Mario 64. You got Super Mario 64, the whole kind of like you know again using the layout as like choosing your level within the like paintings and whatnot, uh, and then. Sunshine comes around, you know, same thing, only it's in a bigger area, it's a, it's a kind of like a, uh, an island, well, well, a city of an island, a plateau of an, of, uh, an island, or, on an island or whatever, um, and then it gets increased again with, it's the same kind of like deal again with Galaxy, where it's like a hub, it's like, and it'll be the same for Galaxy 2, no matter what, so, really, that, there you go. And it's like two sets of games, two sets of games there that all have the same fucking thing. Every one of them. Every one of them. Just wee, 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 wee tweaks. You know. And it gets stale. Um, with, with, with the new Sonic game that's just been announced, I, I personally think... Well, they got they they have to sh- provide something special with it, not just like the Mega Drive games, not just like Sonic One, Two, Three, and Knuckles. I don't want it to be like that. I want to have I want to have a special spark to it. You know, if it does have that special spark, then I'll be happy. But if it's just gonna be a rehash of those four classic games. Then I'm going to be a little bit disappointed with Sega, and they just surrendered. They surrendered to the complaints for nothing, and you know that's what I feared the most is that they crumbled to to the the negative the negative backlashing that they've been getting for all these years, you know, ever since they got, went out of the console business ever since. So really, I just don't want that to happen. But anyway, I have overstayed my welcome because I need to go and uh yeah, it's just me babbling on about my crap. So yes. Anyway, I'll give you a quick rundown of the shows that you might need to catch up on. Uh, with uh, hmm. I don't think anyone's on Saturday anymore. I think, unless Dan Dyer, the DJ, is 
on during his show uh, at Saturday 11pm 11pm and then on the Sunday is the you know the double hull of a loser as such with uh, the Sonic Hour at 6pm and uh, Radio Redux at 7pm straight after so yes although the two shows constantly collide with each other Every time, because apparently one starts later than the other. Um, just take a wild guess at who usually does start later. And um, on the Monday, you've got Biafra at 6 p.m. with uh, AMV Hijack. Uh, no one on Tuesday. Wednesday, you've got Earthheart's Boombox. Sadly, EC Airways has finished its season uh, right now, so there's no EC Airways. Sucks. Uh, but do look out on the Summer Sonic... Eh, not Summer Sonic. Saga Sonic Radio website uh, for any uploaded uh, EC Airways uh, shows uh, coming up in the future, I would believe. Um, in podcast form, haha. And uh, lastly, no one on the Thursday, I believe. And then you're back with me again on the Friday. So yes, e. brilliant. So I will be leaving you now. I will be going on to my f- cool little Xbox, and I will be playing DF2 and killing people, especially Phil, because he is a human target. Anyway, so I will see you next week, people. 8 p.m. Don't for, don't forget, people. Yes. Enjoy your night and bye 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Triple Drive Live, only on Sega Sonic Radio. One source for Sonic music.